Hey listeners, before we get to your show, this is a blast from your past. Were you hanging around in the 90s watching Nickelodeon before you got too old for it and started smoking weed and doing drugs? Well, then you should know us. This is Danny Tamborelli and... And this is Michael C. Morona. We're here to ask you to check out our podcast, The Adventures of Danny and Michael. And here's our on-air producer, Jeremy, to tell us what you'll be hearing. You can hear things like minisodes, full episodes, nostalgia dumps, interviews with some of today's hottest comedians. That's right, Jeremy. All of those things and more. So check us out. The Adventures of Danny and Mike on the Seltzer Kings Network. Boys, a podcast where three guys watch their way through Sex in the City for the first time ever, mostly. I'm Corey Cavan. My name is John Sieber. And I'm Kevin James Doyle. And, and we're here today. You sounded so disappointed in your name right there. Yeah, you've got a good name. You've got, you're the only three-namer out yeah. of all of us. And I'm a three-namer. You want to know why? You know who Kevin Doyle is? Who? You've He's told us Game before. of Thrones. Okay. Oh. You were you were just very, and I'm Kevin James Doyle. Yeah, I I guess I was just I was bummed about our guest today. I'm not <laughs> bummed about our guest. Listen, if you're bummed about our guest, he'll turn you down. <laughs> and I and I don't mean he'll turn you down. He'll turn you down like on the podcast. He'll make you to where you can't hear because our he'll guest swipe left right now. Our, and our, you know what the other option is? And you on? Oh wait. Our our guest, you just heard him. He's the great Jeremy Balin, our producer. Hello, is weird. He's the owner of Seltzer King Studios. He's our producer, and he's also uh, part of the Danny and Mike podcast. He's the George Martin of, of Fresh Beef of Fresh Beef, Fresh Beef podcast. And Fresh Beef podcast. You're basically you are involved with more podcasts than any guest we've ever had. Welcome, Jeremy Bailey. Oh, well, thank you, thank you, thank you. You were also involved in this podcast because you produce it and yeah. make this entire thing happen for us. It's been uh, fun to watch from the sidelines because I'm used. I'm on the Danny and Mike podcast, so I, I right. am doing sort of what this is basically stumbling through my words. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I it's sort of a weird sort of feeling to be to be talk here and not you guys aren't Danny and Mike. That yeah. is a little weird. Yeah. Yeah. Can but, I ask you a question? As well, yeah. Um being involved with at least three podcasts, what is the worst podcast idea you've ever ever had or, or oh man, have I have ever had uh, I have any some stingers? that I'm like, this is the one. <laughs> and then you think about it and it's like, no, no, no. Like one I had was um in the dark, which now there's a there's a yeah, yeah. podcast called In the Dark that one of you guys actually recommended to me. Great podcast. Anyway, must have been, must have I thought, been Kevin. I'm gonna turn all the lights off, and then you're gonna you're gonna tell your deepest darkest secrets in, Ooh, in the dark. That's cool. But I thought, you know, this, this room's nice. It'd be yeah. a nice little place to do it. But I, I don't think lawsuits. Uh, <laughs> I was, yeah, this day and age, yeah. I was in an improv group one time called Blackout. And basically we would do, it's like a pretty standard improv form. You do a herald, which if you, mm -hmm. if you know long form improv, that's the quintessential form. But you, we would do that. Like basically we go out to the audience that shut the lights out and then you just do like an improvised kind of like a radio play. Do you know, I think minutes. before I even knew you, I saw you do an improv show where you slammed a four loco before you in. I thought that's what your blackout was. That actually would have been great if we would have called that blackout. So John saw me and Was it a real four loco yes. before oh, they yeah. changed so it? So it was it was the it comedy was a straight sidewalk slammer. It was the sketch comedy group that I'm involved with that Jeremy and I actually met through, a yep. group called Awful DJ. Shout out to Awful DJ. Shout out to Awful DJ. Go to our YouTube channel, check out Model Wife, our WGA Award there you go. nominated web series. Great web series, Model Wife. Anyway, so but we did, yeah. We the for, before we knew each other, yeah. John saw it was the last night Four Loco was legal when it was the old Four Loco. Whoa! Like that they had to take off the streets. Yeah. And we went and bought a Four Loco, and we were like, we're gonna do an improv set. We need a suggestion, and by the time we're done with this, we will have finished this Four Loco, and all three of us drank it and finished it. And then that night, you were sweating. I just remember profuse <laughs> sweating coming yeah. off of you. And then that night, we all went out to like go hang, and we went to Koreatown. I was like, let's go. We need to go eat 
we wanted to go eat Chinese food in Chinatown. Nothing we compliments all- Four Loko like kimchi. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we were like, well, we were by Koreatown because that's where the improv theater was. And we ended up going into a Korean restaurant and ordering dinner at like 11 o'clock. And the Korean restaurant only, cl- it was open 23 hours a day. It closed from <laughs> six to seven. We stayed till six in the morning. We got through two bottles of wine and two full orders of dinner. And we all kind of like your blackout idea. We shared our deepest, darkest secrets with each other Ooh. and became like lifelong friends. That's wow. that's great. Great. That's, Most, there you go. So I guess it's not a bad it's idea. It's not a bad idea. Call it blackout, drink, whatever was in Four Loco back in those days. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's funny. I uh, do props for TV, like a TV show right now, but I've been doing that sort of since I've What TV in show? It's called Elementary. It's on CBS. If we have any elementary uh, fans out there. You never know the crossover between I Sex know. and the City. I'm sure there are. I'm sure elementary. there's a lot of Actually, Lucy Liu fans out there. Oddly enough, uh, there is a very big crossover, which is a lot of the crew on Elementary worked <laughs> on Sex and the City. Oh, wow. And oh, that's, that's where right. I've met yeah, the guy who drove the dick on the bus. Yes. Oh, yeah. uh, drew the dick on the bus. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, but yeah, that's yeah, how yeah, that's I right. Know. Um, I but just wait, saw a you were talking of... about you're talking about doing props on TV shows. Is that the yes? <laughs> props on TV shows. What the fuck were we talking about? Am I allowed to curse? Yeah, you can. I curse mean, I, sh- I feel like I should know. This, you know, I, as no, the you... producer of this show, you know that we're rated explicit on that's iTunes true. <laughs> that's true. and all the other platforms. It's not easy to do that. Yeah. Uh, well, what, oh, the crossover! Right? No, I was talking about something. Man, I'm losing it. Well, while you're talking about that, John, you were saying. Oh, mine was just going to be a little. I just saw a picture of Lucy Liu throwing a javelin today. It was on Reddit. Oh, I'm not sure why she was throwing a javelin, <laughs> but check it out if you guys are Reddit fans. I walked by Lucy Liu one time. I think I've said this on this podcast before. I walked by her on the Upper West Side one time. Right, was by she the holding a javelin? <laughs> she, was holding a, she was holding a javelin in the Kill Bill costume. Yes, and she she murdered people. No, she's uh she's uh not a tall woman. Mm-hmm. She's not tall at all and she's incredibly stunning in person and my, yes yeah. my, my friend uh was her assistant for 24 hours <laughs> oh, like no. got the job was her assistant like went through the whole rigmarole and then it was like 24 hours into it, it was just like oh yeah this is like a real job yeah. it's not just hanging out hey, with a movie star <laughs> do you know when, when it's uh, not the tv show made yeah, from mtv yeah. where you just are like I wonder what it's like to hang out with a star all day. Yeah, I need to yeah. circle back and just take you guys through my brain right here. Okay. When you said that she's a stunning woman, Jeremy said thank you. Or no, he said <laughs> very beautiful, but I thought he said thank you. Like you were complimenting him. He was like, thank you. Thank, thank you. you, yeah. Jeremy's thank a you. stunning woman. Yeah, listen, man, well, broken well, foot or not. Uh, oh, yeah, you, yep. let's, yeah, oh, yeah. you just did That's the, the Danny and Mike. The room. You did the Danny and Mike uh, podcast tour. The it was called the late nineties tour. No, the nineties uh, night with Danny and Mike. Nineties night. Yep. I'm getting confused with the Jonah Hill. It's too movie long of a tag, which I, which I learned. But you had an accident on the tour that you guys just did. Yeah, I mean, day one, hour, minute thirty, I tripped off the stage and snapped a oh bone my in my gosh. foot. The fifth metatarsal, to be exact. So we we have two broken bones amongst yeah. the four of us. Right now? He- yeah, I I had two of my own actually, but so they're healed. Is but that I'm three. But I'm currently in a sling because I had. I had a torn shoulder. Mm. So we're a beat up podcast group. Yeah. Rough and this tumble. Is, this is my question. Now that since uh, New Yorking, New York in it, bringing it to New York, mm. I wonder if the, any of them ever get a broken bone because I do think Ooh. it'd be a great plot line to like have one of them to, because there's just so much stuff of how you get around once you're around the subway and on yeah. the side, because you have like a rolly thing. I have a little knee knee rolly. Oh, yeah. 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 Which has been awesome because I started with crutches and it's like. Oh, that's the worst. Yeah. Not so, not so good. But um, the wheelie thing's been great. And I feel like t- uh, today was the first day I ever took the subway. Uh, oh, with the wheelie with thing? With the wheelie thing. How was that? I had to carry it. It's very light, luckily. Just put it over your shoulder and carry it down the steps. But you're like, I look like Grimace like, going down oh, the steps. Did people give up their seat for you? Not at first. <laughs> uh, no, I sat. It has a little seat, so I just okay, sort of put it chill. park. And, oh, that's yeah, pretty cool. That was like some tunes and put the lights on. Dude, you could do a full Showtime show on that. <laughs> yeah. like whip around yeah. the poles and stuff. Yeah. Wait. Oh, go ahead. Just not not a lot of subway action in the show in general. Right. Not a lot of maybe none. It wouldn't surprise me if we ever see if we never see the, them on the subway. The subway was a very different creature back then, though, wasn't it? Like it was. Mm. I, I mean, I don't know, but was it Giuliani though? Right. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't think it was that different then. It was I, probably a little different than it is now. It, I mean, it, was, it wasn't well, the same as, like, the Warriors, but it wasn't yeah, what yeah. we have now. It wasn't I, as clean or as nice probably now. Right? Ironically, it probably ran better back then. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. New York has more people now than it did then. New York yeah. population exploded. Mm-hmm. Wait, we've asked every guest this, so we need to ask you. Even though you've been in here with, every, with us for every episode, mm-hmm. what was your Sex in the City experience like before this show? 
before we started doing the Bradshaw Boys? Or did you have any Sex and the City experience before you started producing this podcast? I didn't. I no, I don't think I did actually. And I, it's one of these weird things that when we when we started watching, I think we all experienced this where you start watching the series and it's you have preconceived notions, mm-hmm. but when you start watching it, it's like oh, it's like a great show. This yeah. is why we're still mm-hmm. talking. This is why we have you know. Uh, this podcast and why we're still talking about it all these mm. years later. But yeah, so I've, I sort of become, I want to catch up. I've missed two episodes. So I want to catch up mm-hmm. and make sure that like I'm oh, still yeah. in order. But, uh, but yeah, it's like now I'm, I'm, I look forward to watching them with you guys. Has, it, has it given you any, uh, uh, water cooler talk with some of your crew members? No, just the back, the elementary thing, the, the, the TV mm-hmm. show thing. So j- I, I grill people. I met someone else and they're like, Oh yeah, you worked on that too, right? You were even higher up on the, on the totem pole. So I'm trying to like get, Producing at work is what I'm saying. Yeah, mm-hmm. doing a little producer work and trying to get uh, some some real on the uh, show types. You know, yeah. we got the guy types. that drew the dick. We have to get him. Oh yes, we've got. He's amazing. He too. he is an incredible artist. It's. Uh, oh, we already saw his work. Of course, yeah. we we know. He, yes. no, I'm <laughs> his dick gallery is now. But he, he does <laughs> That's like. Awesome. Yeah, it's incredible. I that that is a cool thing. Uh, just to once you realize how small a world is, a a world that is that it's like. There are people that, um, I don't know, that that's just, it changes the way you view TV once you realize like, oh yeah, it is like, mm, right. It's, it's, it's a TV show. They're not real human beings. There are people behind it that make it happen and then they yeah. s- continue on to other things. Yeah. Well, that was like when we had Allison McLean, the director, and she was like, oh yeah, yes. the woman that shot, um, happiness and like a couple other movies, like was the DP on her episode and, and, they and done- Danny and Mike. And oh yeah, Pete, and she yeah, directed Danny. Yeah. She directed yeah. Pete, Pete and Pete. Pete. Yeah, true. Um, well, that uh, Allison McLean, one of our directors of the TV show, our first real Sex in the City get. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I threw up an Insta the other day and just uh, wanted to try. And it's of some of the guests that we can get. And please go to our Instagram and we check it and we talk on it but you guys gave us some suggestions alright uh, someone said Stanford Blatch obviously if we can mm-hmm. get Willie Garson we, anyone we, that we can we apologize enough for, for the initial mix up that we made with him yeah I think, we, I think we've had he's, a couple interactions and we've buried that hatchet he's very very active and I think he's he spends all of his time doing like anti-Trump stuff so I feel like his anger with us must have been so small Got compared that's to good. that's good I that's think I one see a way thing. in yeah 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 <laughs> um also someone said uh we need to do an LA trip Ooh. which we definitely would like to do we would yes. love to do that um someone I don't know if you guys listen to speaking of Carrie that's another sex in the city podcast mm-hmm. but we reached out to them and they're they're gonna come on we're gonna do a cross pod together. Awesome. speaking of crossovers speaking oh, yeah. of crossovers Crossover. Two, can we, a few can we do it in that. the dark? <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. Um, someone mentioned a whole bunch of people: Darren Starr, Evan Handler, Mikhail Baryshnikov, Sonia Braga. I don't know who so- those people are. I know who Darren Starr is. Mikhail Baryshnikov. Mikhail Baryshnikov is. Yeah. yeah, and he's the dancer. Why, what does he have to do with Sex in the City? Well, he, he ends up being one of Carrie's boyfriends, right? What yeah, he does? Yeah. Ooh. And the whole time, like, so does Dolph Lundgren. That, is that true? No, that's no. not true. Uh, I got the gist. I perked up. If Dolph Lundgren was a what? boyfriend. Smartest man in Hollywood. Is that true? You should look it up. I don't have the exact stats, but <laughs> he's like a Fulbright scholar. Really? Yeah, he's a very uh, intelligent. Like he's like a, a We're physicist. talking about Ivan Drago, We're right? Talking about From Rocky IV? Uh, excuse me, Ivan Drago. Ivan Drago. Yeah. Yeah. I um, must break you. He would have snapped your foot for calling that. <laughs> he would have. I hit my mic. I was so scared. We have uh, KTT Kins. Miss, Mr. Sax XOXO just said the, the last one. Someone said, Patricia Field, we've reached out to Patricia, Patricia Field's people, and there is definite chance of that happening. Mm-hmm. So we'll definitely try. Someone said, some people from Magnolia to have them on and just Ooh, talk about what idea. the business. We have already talked to them when I bought uh, like $200 of banana pudding <laughs> yeah. at our live show. I told them about the podcast, so we should get back in touch with them. Yeah, but I feel like that could be cool. That's like, what was it like? Like, how has this changed? Yeah. Positive, negative, totally. could be cool. And then someone said Lynn Cohen, Willie Garson, John Corbett, Kyle McLaughlin, Mario Cantone. We've reached out to Mario Cantone's agent. They said uh, they would be interested. Mm-hmm. We reached out to Mario Batali's agent, and he was like, we'll do anything. And he's like, <laughs> I'll do anything to get back in the spotlight. Um, and then someone said David I- Eigenberg. That's uh, Steve. That's Steve. Francis Sterngen. So if you guys Steve. have any have any other suggestions. Or if you are any of those people, yeah. we'd love to have you on. Yeah, help us get these people. If you guys... You'll save us several steps. <laughs> yeah, because literally all we're going to do is get online and just... 
and we're going to go and put in Mikkel Barishnikov at gmail.com <laughs> and be like, it didn't return. I think he might do it. And so Mikhail Barishnikov underscore one at gmail.com. It's always someone like Barishnikov has got to be an AOL. I feel like oh, he's yeah. got to be an AOL.com yeah. address. I do. I do appreciate our people because the first person that put that just said Mr. Big, Steve, Aiden, Smith and Harry. And I'm just like, I just love the confidence that our listeners are just like, hey, let's get the big five in here. They're Not called good. the big five, right? I, I think that I feel like we're going to get a Noth. I think we're going to get a oh Chris Noth gosh. on here. Yeah. Forget me Noth? Sorry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. I feel like season two is coming to an end, and I feel like we were proud of what we've done, and we're just going to do our best to start going into hyperdrive mm-hmm. and I'm, see like what we can do. I'm proud of you guys. Thank you. Put that out there right now before we Thanks, go watch Bailin. this beautiful episode of Sex and I'm really am. You guys have you guys have done a great job, and uh, your listeners and uh, everyone like that they obviously love it. So, oh, thank you. Thanks, man. It's a fun thing to do. Couldn't We're really have, excited. Couldn't have done it without you. Speaking of that, I'm broke. Get out. <laughs> <laughs> what the? What's uh? What what episode do we have coming up? Or Corey, did you want to read something? Yeah. Uh, I was gonna say, uh, yeah, we we we're actually gonna we we tweeted some stuff out about some other questions to you guys. Uh, but you can always call us and leave us a voicemail. Mm-hmm. Maybe we'll read a voicemail here. Uh, the numbers on our Twitter. That was mm-hmm. all I was going to say. Yeah. Awesome. The social media. Just trend. do that because we're looking at all that stuff and it makes it so much more fun when you guys do that. Because yeah. anytime people message, we're like, oh my gosh, people care. So please keep on doing that and we'll we'll take your suggestions. We will take your suggestions. And do anything we can. The Hit reason up. Danny and Mike have a voicemail is the Bradshaw. Oh, look at that. Ooh. Just put it out there. It when works. you care, we care. Also, hit me up on Venmo and send me some money. <laughs> like, not for the show, just personally. Just personally, just for, just for a coffee. It's so. good. I'll go buy a coffee with it, and I'll, I'll, I'll tweet it. <laughs> Do things for you. Oh. Uh, um, what is the name? Uh, Kevin, you had the name of the episode. Uh, the name of the episode is Sex in the City. Just kidding. Uh, it is season two, episode 16. We're doing it. Was it good for you? Was it good for you? Good I for think you? we got a thing about sex. We'll see. And, um, yeah, Carrie, uh, Carrie's got a new boyfriend. Charlotte. Oh, that's someone had a question. Thomas Leonard said, "Have you ever fallen asleep during sex?" And it, I think that happens in this episode. Well, so, we'll see. Uh, we'll talk about we'll it. We'll see later. what happens. All right, we'll see you. All right, we'll be back. Bye. 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 Episode twenty-eight. Was it good for you? Carrie dates a recovering alcoholic who becomes obsessed with her. Charlotte is determined to learn how to have good sex after her latest partner falls asleep on her. Samantha gets an offer to have a threesome with two curious gay friends. And Charlotte drags the girls to a tantric sex class. And now, back to the boys. Was it good for you? Was it, was it good for you, Miranda? I don't even know what that is. That's Steve. That's Steve. It, when they auditioned is Steve. Is it good for you, Miranda? They, that's Steve in that's Steve When Harry bed. Met Sally as the I'll have what she's having lady. And they're like, that's not the line. The line what? is I'll have what she's having. What's it? Was it good for you, Miranda? <laughs> no, it's, you know what? We're going to get an old lady in here and cats is to do that line for When Harry Met Sally. Maybe you'll get on another show one day. Oh man, this this is a good episode. I got was say. a good episode. I haven't yeah. been we're, in we're the back. Mi- I haven't been in the mindset of of whether it was good or not. I just enjoyed it, and that's how I knew it was good because I wasn't like comparing it, and it just ended. Yeah, yeah. but um, I, I liked that episode. I liked it. I I thought it was. This is the first one I've watched in a in a little while okay. too. Um, but uh, very funny, very sexual guy. Very oh sexual. my gosh! Title in very correctly. sexual. The most yeah. sexual. I think we've. Like, I think so. I think we've had by the far. In, the entire. I mean, a lot of them are about sex. It seemed like the entire one was about sex. Like every yeah. every single storyline was about sex. And yeah. we saw. Kristen Davis's nipples. Mm. It's true. We did. I think that's our first time seeing those, right? I think it might be. I don't want to hang on the subject <laughs> too much. No. It's very strange. Why? I think it's great. Let's let's do <laughs> I have I have ten questions that I just want to ask all about Kristen. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> but no, she had she she had a sex scene where he fell asleep on her and it was just true. it kind of stood out. She had lingerie on there and lingerie. I mean, we've seen we've seen Miranda naked. 
We've seen Miranda Nigga. We've, we've seen, seen Kim Samantha. Cattrall. Yeah. So this is just... And you know that we've said that from SJP what we've heard, SJP a... had a no nudity clause. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we saw some male butt in this. Yeah. yeah. I was wondering, this is skipping ahead, but I was wondering if we were going to see some MD at the end. Male dong. Mm-mm. Has that happened? No. 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 Not no. yet. Well, you could see like a little this. bit of dong through the underwear with those two gay guys. Yeah, yeah you could like see out, that. Nice David and David. Outline. Yeah. D&D. David and David dong. They did the old trick where you put the book in front of the... The genitalia in the middle part of that. Episode. Oh yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. The, oh, yeah. Uh, During the tantric sex scene. Is that scene? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. The, uh, she, let me book. think. I know <laughs> Cynthia Nixon had a clause in her. She said over the course of the series, at some point, she wants an old man to ejaculate on her face, <laughs> and they were like, "We'll get that done at <laughs> coming right up." <laughs> oh, man. I wonder it, if that was like a decision, like a producer decision. That where, was insane. Where it's like, who's was, gonna get who, which character in the writers' room? You know what I mean? Like, who, yeah. So we said get it. It's, it has to be Miranda. Like as soon as you have that idea, you ha- it has to be Miranda. Although I would argue that like if that were a Charlotte moment, it would be it'd be like scarring her for life. And you right. Could do it for Charlotte too. But Miranda just casually was reading her her Harry oh. Potter volume five, wiping it off her, <laughs> her oh, hair. We, we can do this one. I know because we're gonna. You're, well, I know this from listening that yeah. you're gonna describe you're the listener. Episode, but yes. I'd love to go back and see what your guys' endings are with. Each the other characters that it wasn't. So what would happen if oh, you know what I'm good, saying? The other, the other oh yeah, yeah 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 okay. Well, that's John, why, why don't you break it down? I mean, there's not a ton of talk to like a lot of dimensions to this episode. It was pretty much Charlotte falls asleep during set or uh, Charlotte's uh, boyfriend Bram uh, fell asleep during sex. That's his name, right? <laughs> Bram Stoker. Two. Two. No, it's now. from Sh- Sharon Lois and Bram. I'm pretty sure it was Bram. Do you remember <laughs> the Bram elephant Stoker. show? Yeah. No, anyway, Bram oh, fell yeah. asleep. He, yeah, he's an orthopedic surgeon. He he had a lot of carpal tunnel surgeries, and he fell asleep during sex. Uh, and uh, it kind of made uh, Carrie ask the question: How do you know if you're good in bed? Is that all that people are judging each other on? So she meets uh, Patrick. Casey. Patrick. Patrick. Patrick uh, Casey. He flicks a cigarette on her. She uh, uh, kind of freaks out a little bit. They go on a date, and uh, he's a recovering alcoholic. Mm-hmm. Uh, they end up having... He's uh, also, a, I think, a jet or a greaser yeah. or something. <laughs> he is that. I'm just hanging out on the street, just talking yeah. to some of my guys smoking a sick. Yeah, <laughs> he's going through the 12 steps, and he has one month left before it's his anniversary. His sponsor tells him not to go on a date or not to see anyone. He breaks the rule, goes on a date with uh, Carrie, and uh, becomes addicted to having sex with her, becomes addicted to her. And uh, that's kind of her storyline. Meanwhile, Charlotte signs the ladies up for a tantric sex work- yeah. workshop, which is one of the most graphic oh, yeah. things we've seen in this in mm-hmm. this series Flash to date. Ace Ventura E. Very ridiculous. <laughs> uh, and then the, the episode kind of ends with um, uh, Carrie breaking up with Patrick and him getting uh, just absolutely sauced. I think he had some Four loco. Uh, yeah, I, think yeah. he did, I think he did have a <laughs> yeah. Four loco. He was street, coming from an improv show. He takes off all his clothes and then and then walks away. Yeah. Uh, pretty basic. Uh, we should also point out that Carrie does show up and help Miranda change her bedding also during that episode. Mm-hmm. Yes. John very, made, John something made, very, very you, common amongst friends. You made a great comment and you were like, who has someone over to help them make their bed? Yeah, I've changed my bed a lot of times. Never with a friend. One it's so, it's I'll say this. I've been waiting for a text. I'll come over and help you. <laughs> I'll do it and get pictures. If they wrote the dialogue and then they were like, hadn't thought of what to do. And they're like, oh, this is just two people standing there. Let's just shoot it now. Have them do something. Yeah. Like, Mm -hmm. because there was the line where she was like, can you believe they call this color pink Florentine or something like that? Where they were like, oh, yeah, we'll have it. They just went bed sheet shopping or like duvet shopping. There are so many things that you could be doing in New York City. That is so like the subway, for instance. Have you guys? (laughs) Look at that. Have you guys ever changed your bedding with a friend? I'll Is be it? honest, I, I haven't even changed my bed in like eight years. <laughs> Ever. It's funny, though, when you mentioned that, I was like, Corey has a bum shoulder. Maybe we should ask him yeah, like, if he help. needs It's possible, help guys. I've been, wait, I've been waiting. For, it's really hard <laughs> I to, will say, to though, pull a comfortable I, I changed my bedding by myself for 33 years of my life. And then when you get married and you have someone to help you do it oh, yeah. every single time... Absolute game changer. It is so easy when you're doing it with two so people. So these are four forward-thinking women yeah. that are in their thirties like and they're the not married. I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, they're help, Katie. They're helping each other because they don't have to get married. That's they don't true. need a man. Yeah, that's true. No, I believe. I, I bet you're right. I bet. I guess I'm, I did miss a, uh, a, a storyline. Story Samantha. Samantha is kind of um, bragging up how good she is at sex. No one's ever fallen asleep during during sex with her. 
Uh, she's she's the best at it. She gets proposition. Which that doesn't mean you're good. That just means yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she's like she great. she gets approached by uh, David and David, a gay couple. Uh, they want to experience having sex with a, uh, a woman, so they ask uh, Samantha if she would be that woman. She's hesitant. She finally agrees, and then at uh, ground zero, so to speak, they they back out and decide they don't want to do it, which uh, which well, kind of puts they, a little... they don't back having, out initially. Yeah, yeah. and do, having sex do. at ground zero is always going to be a bit of a bummer. You know, it's it's also the cops will pull you away. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So, um, yeah, I think we need to start with how horrible the women are at being uh, students in a classroom setting. Yes, uh, they are so, just the absolute so worst. They go to the tantric sex workshop, and the woman is, the woman is talking to them. And yeah, Jeremy, you brought up, you were like, they're five feet from that woman and it's they're just all talking. It would be like if me and John right now were talking, a just sign, being yeah. like, it's so crazy that Jeremy's doing that. He has a cast on his yeah. foot. Why is right he even here? <laughs> I, like, they exactly looked, what I'm what? Three feet away. Oh, no, they, yeah. they were talking four, like they were in a at, in, at a TED talk. Yeah, yeah exactly. And, and it was, but it seems like it would have been super easy for them to to just have two lines where she's just like, like, are we paying attention? Like, at least yes. make that part of the lady's character that right. she's just like, yeah. she just keeps on talking, or them just be like, she can hear you. One of those lines just to bring it into reality. Yes, it was totally. so absurd. Yeah, it was crazy. It was, <laughs> it was like they were. So close, and the woman, and then like the woman would even stop talking in the background, like they would just fade that part out entirely. Mm -hmm. Yeah, to where the the class was still going on, but you couldn't hear anymore. But she was right there. I, I mean, part of me also thought maybe that it's it's um, on purpose that she that that she was ignoring them doing that. I mean, obviously, we maybe know, we think that they're two feet in front of each yeah. other, so that they obviously heard. But maybe it wasn't. Uh, maybe it was just part of. She well, they certainly a lot. weren't being very nice. No, no. yeah, they weren't. They weren't. Wait, and the reason they started going to that class is because Charlotte Cause thought Charlotte she was sucks. bad in bed. She, yeah. she, bad, she yeah. sucks in bed, and so she wanted. She thinks she sucks in bed, and yeah. then she wanted to go to a tantric sex. Workshop. Yeah, so she signed herself up and all of her friends for a class. And Samantha wasn't super thrilled about it, but man, she was being she was being a rude gus. She's in real yeah. pill. I do, do think it's kind of funny that the basically the moral of it. I know it's tantric sex, and it's like ooh extra special, but it is sort of funny. That it's like if you aren't that good at sex, you can get your man going by giving him a hand job. In it's a like, special play. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> like, and everybody was doing it differently. You saw the hands off camera, but some people were like milking the cow. Some yeah. people were some, some doing people the macarena. Spinning the doorknob. I know. Yeah. I, I would have liked to be on set that day and be like, have whoever wrote that just be like, this is what they're... Because they're clearly not... They could have shown like what it is, but clearly like, there's mystery. Yeah, I feel like you, yeah, that's true. Yeah, the, that's the best way is to just be like it's like in a horror movie where it's like it's always better if you don't show the monster. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's why at the end of Cloverfield, you're like, really? It's yeah, just that yeah. big. It's yeah. like a big Barney. Well, I will say that the part of the body that they're talking about, I feel like I feel like I was. This came out in 2000. Uh, so that's when I, cause she mentions that in the episode. She's like, it's the year 2000 baby. Mm -hmm. Uh, I was 15 and I feel like I was a direct recipient of the wisdom of this episode. <laughs> you gave yourself, Go a, on. you gave yourself a grundle rub. Yeah. They're just saying right <laughs> under, right between your anus and your need. ball sack. That's what you press on. It's just the prostate part. And I remember the uh, first time I did that and I was like, my goodness, I feel like that. I feel like that would just hurt. Speaking like full disclosure, I've never never given myself a, a dough like need press, down you there. Press, you just press on it. Is would there you, a label? Would, or would, or you mind, like, would you mind know? hopping up on this table, <laughs> taking your clothes off and giving us a demonstration? <laughs> I don't want to... Listen, this is the radio. The John's, John's acting like I haven't been recording this entire podcast with my head through my legs <laughs> showing everyone right now. Do you now. guys remember, I think it's the movie Road Trip where... Uh, yeah, um, they milks the... Or jerks the it's uh sticks his hand in the guy the cow's butt no it, oh. i think it's road trip is it road trip uh the who's the actor that tom plays green stifler S no oh the place stifler in American sean patrick Pot sean patrick harris well yeah, no sean william scott Danica sean william patrick scott. harris Danica, it's Danica Patrick harris. harris you just put, took neil patrick harris and put a sean in front of it <laughs> bob patrick harris another no, sean william it. scott he, he there's like some nurse and he goes in and he's like he has to give a sample of something and a nurse like sticks her fingers in his butt oh, yeah. and does his prostate and he's like, oh, and then like from then on, that's the way that he has to. Yeah. Get I think off. there was a lot. There was a lot of that like around that time, around that time. Yeah. Everybody, everybody was talking about it. Also. Also you. Is that the one that. Yeah. That's the one that Tom Green put the cow's dick in his mouth. 
or something so, like that. Yeah, I know he sucked. I thought it was a shock an, moment. I thought it was an utter. Was it a cow's penis? Maybe it was an out. <sighs> maybe it was an utter. <laughs> Big can, difference. Can tell Big anymore. difference. No, also on Do Jackass. On Jackass, they this guy had like a morning like cream that he put on, and then they went on like a tour, and they had his friends replaced it with cow semen, oh, and so he had been washing. We just did. I face heard, mask today. I heard cow oh, yeah. semen is very expensive. Well, they, yeah, he'd been putting it on his face and they told him like halfway through. That's pretty funny. Other, oh, other, MTV was so great back then. It was. You know? How many happened? stamps for one vial of horse <laughs> semen? Because <laughs> I've been thinking about uh, on uh, the Danny White podcast, we're trying to figure out how much it would cost to send a box of potato chips with just stamps. Oh, wow. So that's sort of the same idea. As Can a, you do that? I think so. Because in Ohio, there's these chips called Grippos, barbecue chips, and they're Ooh. my favorite thing. And I'm trying to get somebody just to send one in the mail and send it. Just, it just the bag. Oh, it's a box with the bag inside. So, but what if they just put the stamps on the bag and then? Put that That's in? what I had a friend in high school that would do that. He would be like, and "What's like, the weirdest thing you can mail? Like, I'm going to mail you a frisbee. I'm just going to cover it in stamps, and they have to mail it." And then you put like your, you know, just a, like "Hello, my name is," and then you're just a dress sticker on there. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> what, what, what's funny is in New York, it's that wouldn't work because it's just hard enough to get mail. Oh yes, my gosh. it's just, it just, yeah. yeah, it's just hard enough to get mail. Yeah, we've never seen what that. else. What else? We've never else seen that in, in an episode of uh, of Sex and the City where they get a package delivered and I, some bum steals their package. And I they do know of have another. To chase it all over. The city. I do know there's a thing later where Carrie's like trying to get home to get her dry cleaning. Okay, like, but that seems like the more Carrie Bradshaw version. Like our version is just like I'm trying to get a package from yeah. Amazon. Because I will it. say in New York, it's hard enough to get mail. To get mail, <laughs> it's hard enough to get mail. What else? What else is in the news? What else is in the news? That's um, a that's a that's a comedy tell you? Right there. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm lost. I'm very confused. That's like Kevin. Anytime you say something where you sound like you're just trying to make a punchline, it sounds like a, a comedian at a stand-up show. He's like, "It's just hard to get mail." Got what it. else? You guys, what do you guys think of this Donald Trump guy? Huh? Huh? What about you, sir? Huh? I like where are you beer. from? Airlines. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, right, I thought, okay, for, as far as our characters go, I, th I did think, uh, I thought it was like, it was actually a little, I was taken aback when Samantha just throws Charlotte under the bus like that. What part? Seemed, it seemed like kind of personal when she's just like, oh, she sucks at sex when they're walking down the street. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Which like, I know that's like the obvious thing, but the way Samantha was going about saying it was sort of like, I was like, man, that's like not cool. Yeah. Yeah, there there was a few instances of like um, weird, just weird moments where you're like, are they kind of assholes to each other? Aren't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah it's true. it was but, a little too catty, like that to me. I don't know. In like li being an adult, it's hard enough to get mail, let alone no, <laughs> it's hard enough. To <laughs> get but to mail. have your friends, but no, I just thought I just thought the way that she said that, I was sort of like, whoa, lay off Charlotte. And listen, I you know that was the first note on my list was. Uh, and this might be, I don't you guess, so you guys have done it. I don't, I've forgotten maybe, but favorite character? Charlotte. Yours? Yeah. Really? really? You and Kevin are both Charlotte heads. Big time. You guys Why? Are both Charlotte. You guys are Charlotte's. I think she is uh, very adorable. I think yeah. she's cute. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. That's, that's and, and you know, it's like the innocent thing and like the. I get that. You know, she carries the complete, well, Miranda, I guess, is the complete polar opposite. But Right. Uh, right. Yeah. It's so it's, funny. It's Where tough. are you at nowadays, Corey? It, I was just thinking, I'm not sure. I I almost want to say Samantha. Mm -hmm. um, I do think she well, was... Well, if you're not good in bed, she'll talk shit about you. Yeah, I know. I'm trying to raise my game. I don't want to get talked about. No, I... Or if you're teaching her something right in front of you. Yeah. <laughs> she'll just talk to whoever's and around then she'll her. she'll go fuck your gay friend. Be like, what, what am I? But then she won't. That's but the then thing. she won't. Yeah. No, I think... Uh, I do feel like she was a bit of a... What'd you call her? A rude gus? Just a rude gus. A rude gus. <laughs> <laughs> she was a bit of a rude gus. But I do think one thing that happened... Like, when the two guys turned her down and they were just like, let's go get gelati or anything. I feel like there's been a couple things of her in the past couple episodes where, like, she her confidence gets knocked way down and she's been humanized a lot more. And, um, I don't know. I'm kind of, kind of getting on her side a little more. See, it's funny because I think Samantha out of all of them is actually, she's demonstrated to be a, like one of the best friends or she'll at least That's go into the trenches when no one else will. She got that diaphragm. Out. Exactly. And I think part wow. of that comes with like real hard to hear honesty. And, mm. and maybe that was like a little bit of a bitchy thing to say about Charlotte, but 
it also might be a little true. What if and maybe Samantha's just not afraid to like speak the truth? I bet she would have said the same thing to her face. Well, I would have felt more comfortable if it was to her face. I felt like they were talking behind her back and I thought it was mean. Although okay. then she kind of said she she I guess this could be passive aggressive when they were in the diner scene. Charlotte was like, and then there's a like a, a making love or she was like with making love and Charlotte. I mean, Samantha kept being like, you mean fucking yeah, and like, yeah, kept, like yeah. pushing her buttons really hard. with that. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I, yeah, I felt like she was kind of had it in for Charlotte a little bit. Yeah. But I, I do think she's got some brutal honesty that is not out of it's not out of spite it's right. just out of her being up front and about i think things. that's part of like her character she's well, just like everything out in the open i'm not gonna hide behind anything this is just me this is what i think these are my opinions which yeah i value she got knocked down at the end yeah she was like i thought i'm great at sex i can turn anyone on and then she was like oh these guys aren't into it yeah, yeah. i actually have an oddly relevant story to this episode oh let's Please share oh my gosh this is a uh a, you know back in my my younger days, mm-hmm. okay. uh, first sort of sexual experience last year, uh, <laughs> six <laughs> months ago. Uh-huh. No, but uh, I lived. I had a best friend who lived sort of. Uh, there was a baseball field between my best friend and my the girl I was dating. Okay, so the obvious thing was to stay at his house and then just pop over there for the night. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and this was first sexual experience type things. And I remember uh, I had to sneak in her window mm-hmm. on a deck, sneak in her window. Nice. We start making out. I think I hear her dad. Terrifying. Mm-hmm. And then we get naked, which had been, so this is very first time sexy stuff. Mm-hmm. After you thought you heard the dad, you got naked? Yeah, we we, we gave it a good 10, 15 okay. seconds. I didn't know if you were like, I think your dad's coming. <laughs> Quick, close off. Quick, get him off. No, uh, we, we gave it the, uh, I'm just going to watch. The usual 15 right. or, you know, it's like yeah, the yeah, 10 yeah. second rule. Yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, things started happening and it was actually happening for the first time ever. And I got so scared. That I grabbed, said, oh my God, I got to go. I didn't look at my watch, but that was sort of the idea. I got to go, I got to go. And I just like rolled up the window, ran back out, grabbed my clothes and and left. And I've never told anyone that story. Oh my gosh. Except for the Bradshaw Boys podcast. Wow. So you were naked. You You were naked. No, 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 I wasn't naked. But I basically, you know, like the thing, the feelings started happening, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. The sex feelings. Uh And it freaked me out. I was like, I and I had jerked off, so I knew all about that. But but you were like, for whatever whoa. reason, it just was like, whoa. Did you talk to her ever again? I think so. It took a couple. Of, I did the couple of days, you know. Yeah. Like, uh, did you try to play it off and be like, you know, I think I thought I heard your dad. It was it was like really weird. I you am definitely hundred percent sure I'd fight. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure that was part of the whole yeah. the whole deal. But uh, yeah, kind of a scarring first time. Oh wow. Yeah. That kind of it it makes sense a little bit as like in a younger sense where you're like, yeah, uh, I don't know what to do. I gotta go. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, f- I feel like, um, what, after that, did you go get a bunch of wine, go on a bender and just, <laughs> no, but you know what the first thing I did, this is, this is one of the side effects of all guys on a podcast yeah. right, right here. Instead of a female guest is that the first thing I did is I went back over, snuck back into my friend's house. He was like relaxing to almost going to bed. And I'm like, somebody just got laid. <laughs> you know, that, whole, that whole like bragging thing was like, oh, yeah. it was awesome. It was amazing. Because yeah. I couldn't like tell him like, I that was terrifying. Yeah. I got scared. <laughs> I don't know what happened. Yeah. That's so uh, funny. That's great. What did, uh, well, what, what do we think of Patrick Carney? Patrick Carney is the... Casey. That's the drummer from Black Keys. <laughs> I Listen, I think they're a great band. I think they're a great band. Great rhythm section. I mean, just to have two brothers you know, making music like that. It's pretty great to be able to like, I'm going to keep the backbeat while my brother's up there being the star. I think, I think his glasses are fantastic. They're not, they're not brothers. They're not brothers. They're not brothers. Uh, I don't know about the They're from Akron. What are you guys talking about? This has been Black (laughs) Keys. Patrick, Patrick Carney. I meant Patrick Casey, which is the alcoholic from this episode, but Patrick (laughs) Carney is the drummer. I thought the guys in Black Keys were drummers. No, I I mean, not drummers, not drummers, brothers. They're not. They, they ain't sure. hundred percent. Huh. Um, but but what about Meg White and Jack White? Are they brother and sister, or were they married? They're married. Is Dana White their I dad? Know, but they had. Da- a- <laughs> <laughs> anyway, okay. Sorry, this, I thought Carney. we were segmenting, so I was trying to do a theme song, and then I thought, oh, oh I remember a theme song. Oh yeah. Oh, uh, the uh, that was Black Keys talk. <laughs> yeah, Black <laughs> Keys talk. Yeah, I don't know what the the theme song it would, would be, it would but just be like, we'll stand by. I'm but, a lonely boy. <laughs> anyway. What what should they have done? First of all. I think that ending, the way that she had uh, 
I wonder if they added it later. The end of the episode is basically her being like, I never saw him again. I always wondered. I wondered if that isn't in the episode initially. And then they watched it and they're like, this yep. could actually be super dark. Yeah. We need to resolve it because mm-hmm. as funny as it is in a way, it is like a serious thing to be like, yeah. she took this guy off the wagon and you can't really help him. The thing that she could have done is respected him and been like, take your month. I, but, I, I, listen, that well, month is not going to do shit. Uh, right. I mean, in, yeah. In, in, oh, yeah. It's yeah, the same. Yeah. It's just an ideal in his head, right? So yeah. it's like. It, it, yes. Or, and it is. If she didn't do anything wrong. It is just one of those things that I was like, it is funny to play this for laughs, but then also to have to add a voiceover because it's like, oh, yeah, that's like a real, potentially a, like, a real thing. And did yeah. this dude die? You know? Yeah. Are well, we going to see him again? You know? I bet we will never see no. him again. No. Well, she said that. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. I never saw she him never again. saw him again. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but what if we do? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what if we put him in the rest of them? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> we rotoscope him into every episode. Just, just still image of his bare ass walking down the street. <laughs> That's just the end of oh, every, every episode for me. Background. Yeah. Before we touch on that, because I do want to touch on what mm-hmm. you said. Do you guys remember a couple years ago? This is also dark. But do you remember when a couple years ago that guy got naked and like ran up the uh, TKTS uh, stairs in Times Square? No. No one remembers no. that? Mm-mm. Okay, well, just Google that. It's it's a really sad story. <laughs> what happened? It was just, there was a guy in Times Square, and I remember I was working at an office in Midtown at the time, and people were like, there's a dude in the middle of Times Square running around naked, and he's like juking his way around police. And it was like really funny because he was like, and he, but it looked like when Patrick Carney took off his clothes, he was like dancing around like that, and he was in like great shape. And there was a live feed of it on oh. Gothamist, which is a New York City web, news website. Mm-hmm. And then he ran up the TKTS stairs. I remember that. And then he got it, body slammed. Right? Give me all your no, any tickets. He didn't get. <laughs> or <laughs> yeah, else. Exactly. He was trying to get Hamilton tickets. <laughs> yeah. No, then he ended up. He ended up. Like running and falling off. Oh no! Yeah, he fell off the the naked cowboy. Just it was not naked cowboy. Good bit. I think it was a guy that was having some sort of episode. So that's why I said it's a dark, sad story. But it reminded me of what what season was that episode? (laughs) It was was season three. You guys haven't seen it yet. Anyway, I hope that guy's okay. Is this around Coney twenty twelve time? Yes, not. But it's kind of the same. It 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 seems like the same thing as the Coney twenty twelve thing when that guy freaked out. Yeah, there were a few weird instances of this. Was like this was a few years ago. This was like twenty fourteen or something like mm. that. Yeah, and then the guy in Florida ate that guy's yeah. face on bath salts. It funny. makes you wonder... What else is in the news? It I mean, makes you wonder, <laughs> like... beer. <laughs> I'm just glad that... It's hard enough to get mail. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that just seems like... Uh, I, yeah, I mean, I'm, I hope Patrick's okay. Yeah, so back to Patrick. Sorry, that was a weird... That was a sad sidebar, but back to Patrick. It was interesting because... For our, for our listeners around there, just people do that a lot in New York City. Yeah. That's like if a very if normal... If you've never been to New York, go to the TKTS <laughs> steps, take your clothes off. Um, you know, I heard a stat that one out of three relationships ends with a guy running down the street naked. <laughs> Is that true? <laughs> yeah, I'm not making that up. Really? Yeah, 100%. I've been in a few relationships and But I do th- I do think it's it's just based on the conversation we had. It is a delicate thing to play for laughs. Yes. And you could 100%. you could tell that I was like my eyebrow was a little raised. I was like you guys just going to go credits on this like like yeah. he's waltzing yeah, into the sunset. Well, sunset. I, th- I thought it was tough to play for laughs because it was it, it did bring up some things about actual uh like addiction where you were like, okay, Carrie People go, people go into relationships, addicts can go into relationships Mm -hmm. and they can get hurt. And so that guy is responsible for his own actions. That's Mm -hmm. like a tenant of 12 steps right there. Mm -hmm. He's responsible for going out Mm -hmm. and breaking his sobriety and he's responsible for making the choice to get in with her. But then there's also, it's also responsible for the juice at the meetings. (laughs) He's he's responsible for the juice at the meetings. It's true. Yeah. Um, But then there's also a thing you're right where they're like playing this thing where they're like, Oh no, the uh, the alcoholic can't keep it together, and he yeah. got drunk again, and now he's running on the street naked. And so that was kind of like, uh, it was it was a little weird to play it because like we, I mean, you know, like a lot of us know people that have been through yeah. recovery, and it's like, yeah, yeah, they're like, yeah, that that stuff's hard, and um. It, a, a more realistic way would have been to like yell at the bottom and then her, her be like, are you drunk? And he's like, no, I'm not drunk. I'm just trying to get my feelings out. That really hurt. Yeah. Right. I'm going to go to a mm. meeting or I'm going to go hang out with some friends. Yeah. Worst yeah. week 
ever. (laughs) I will say they did a really good job looking back at it, at his character arc. Now they did a really good job introducing him by him recklessly flicking a cigarette at Carrie and almost burning her. But what, I don't get why, how that, do you think that? Cause a lot of the stuff, you know, people just do it in real life and it ends up in a TV show, but that's something that did that happen in the nineties? I don't, or the two thousands, whatever this was. No, but I think it just shows uh, it's a good quick way to show that he's like, he's volatile. He's Uh, he's uh. like, makes weird decisions or whatever. And Mm -hmm. just like his decisions can affect and hurt someone. And, Maybe they were doing that intentionally, but yeah, I'm looking back at now. I'd be like, hmm, that was it. it would it, it, it's a lot uh, better way of introducing him than just like right him, her guy. meeting him at a flower shop or something like that. Well, there there was it was interesting because he definitely did have you know that happens and then she's. I guess it shows something um, that is true when you are able to interact with so many different types of people without any sort of context. Mm. Of it, it's it's interesting that she was peaked off by being like, "This cute guy doesn't want my number." What the fuck? Yeah, mm-hmm. and and not that she did anything wrong. Yeah, but it is true that it's like you can be like, "We had energy, we had a little flirty banter," and like it's not going to end with a date. Yeah, and then at the end, it's like, "Oh yeah, like you know, maybe uh, maybe just because you guys have this little great interaction doesn't mean that you should." Uh, you know, spend the next month dating the person. Right. She did because charge hard after him on trying to kiss him too. Yes. And Sean got very shunned. She got uh, very kiss. shunned. Yeah. yeah. And that's like, I mean, I don't know. It's, it, they didn't do anything wrong. It was just like, I, I guess the more realistic thing without the laugh at the end would have him, him just, he didn't need to take his clothes off for me to laugh, but I'm yeah. sure maybe a writer could be like, that actually happened, that and I'm sure it they could. Said, they yeah. said that the storylines in the show, like they would have to originate somewhere from a real place. Yeah. So, and that's not totally. It's not totally unrealistic, but it is like, you know, it it was just like I don't know. He was a pretty good character, and then yeah. that was like a bit of a cop out. I thought. Um, we're we're getting tight on time. There's a few things we need to talk about. One thing that I thought was an interesting. Uh, one thing that I thought was an interesting line was Miranda said, "I know how to please a man." give him all your power. And that's like something that people have said is like a big line in the show. Mm-hmm. It's a very Miranda line. I've yeah, seen that totally. like on Instagram, like with subtitled with her face on there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I just want to yeah. point speaking out that, of, that happened. Speaking of Miranda. What's that? Speaking of Miranda is my favorite. Oh, how have you, you guys have missed this, right? We really have. It's Talk. Miranda. All right. Welcome to Steve Talk, everyone. I'm, I'm your host, John. Uh, I'm here with my guests, uh, Corey, Kevin, and Jeremy. Hello. Hi. Hello. And uh, for this episode of Steve Talk, what I would love to happen is, uh, Corey, could you please uh, share with us what this episode would be like if Steve were the gentleman getting uh, tantric sex practice <laughs> instead of uh, the guy that was uh, in the episode? Okay. Uh, I'll let you take it away. Oh, God. Oh, Oh my God! <laughs> wait, 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 you didn't tell me Miranda was going to be in this class. Oh God! Oh, I didn't know that she was. Oh, this oh is... God. that's right on my grundle. Oh God, it's on my taint. Oh, oh no! Oh, Miranda, I'm really sorry. I didn't mean to get that in your hair. It's a baby. <laughs> that accent was so Thank Woody you, Allen. <laughs> well, kind of a Woody Allen scene. That was very family. Uh, what's Mort? It's very Mort. Yeah, yeah. You, you were you were riding a. Uh, I gotta get. A line. I, we gotta have Steve back on the show because I'm really I'm losing my Steve. You know, um, the, fun, something that could be in Steve talk is there. I think this is the first, one of the first episodes we've recorded since Cynthia lost the primary. But mm. you know, great go. But John Early, uh, he did anyone that voted. Yeah, it's true. He would send them a personalized, um, a personalized Steve impression, thanking them for voting. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Did did you get one? Did you? Send- you no, know, I, I I didn't send him a picture with my my sticker. I still have. Maybe I'll send it to him later He's in like a year or two. It. No. <laughs> I'll try it. It's too much. Send He's it in. Uh, send it in twenty thirty six. Yeah. And see if he gets back to you. I, I will send it at some point in. <laughs> in my life. Hey, let's talk. Did we, did we cover that moment? We covered the tantric class, but we didn't cover the moment. The guy. Oh, you mean my favorite line of completing sex of all time, which is, Oh, sex. Is that what you're talking about? <laughs> I was not talking about that. <laughs> no, it was two, <laughs> two separate words. Oh, 
Sex. That was when Patrick Carney had Sorry. sex sober Casey. for the first time in his life, right. yeah, and I mean, just jumped on the bed. You know, they they did actually a Tom Cruise. They did do a good job of being like across the board, and he said it himself. But like this guy, he's an addict. He's an he's just like yeah. super passionate. He like is he's very consuming about sex, and he was like, if yeah. there's, if there's a thing of Oreos and for, or Chips Ahoy, I'm gonna eat the whole bag. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The um. The yeah, it was it was great, and that was a great thing that he said. And and I'm, you know, someone said Thomas Leonard sent in said, "Have you ever fallen asleep during sex?" No, I haven't. But mm. from now on, anytime I ever have sex again, that's how I'm ending it. <laughs> oh, oh, sex! sex. <laughs> I think what Corey you were referring to is when Miranda got a little surprise in her hair. We, ne- we never oh, really covered. Oh, oh. We never, we never really covered, covered that. that. And right. we've had people on the on our Twitter account. Jeremy brought this up that like people have been like. Oh no! Is this that episode? I think it is. Yeah. I could barely watch it. It was tough. It was. It was very, tough. It was like very uncomfortable. It was one of those things that I was like, I don't know. I think that was. I think that was one step over what needed to happen. Yeah. Kevin, there was a book in front of it. Yeah. I yeah. don't know what you know. What? About. I've watched a lot of episodes of Game of Thrones with my parents, and I oh, would that's... rather watch anything from that show than that scene with my parents. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I couldn't I don't think I could do it. I well, the scene myself. itself was so intense you didn't need the freaking cum on her face. Yeah. Especially of all the people. Of all the people, especially with that line, to have her be insulted with a man semen on her face. There's entire papers that are written about how that is a new, that's a new thing in sex. It like literally was invented like with the videotape. Wait a second. No one ever that, did the facial. On. Facial. That's, yeah. Really? Wait, yeah. That's that's what that was. I, what? No <laughs> I thought it was moose. I hair it was, moose. I thought that that guy was spraying hair. What moose. came first, that scene or something about Mary? Because isn't it similar? That's what I was thinking. It's almost like ninety-seven was something about Mary. I think. Oh, so something about Mary came before that. But then there was a scene in Girls when Adam and the girl he was dating who was played by the actress Sherry Appleby. Yeah. He has that like super intense scene where he, he, uh, empties his grundle. Semen? <laughs> I like how you're trying to skirt away from saying it. He said he empties his grundle juice because that's oh, way sex. less offensive. Uh, no, that is. Listen, if you can, you could say that in a G-rated movie. It was it was in uh, it was in Aladdin. I remember I that scene in Moana. <laughs> no, he he uh, ejaculates like. On, and then they show it later. Oh, okay. And he like wipes it up with his shirt, but everyone was like this. And it was also like a pretty violent sex scene. Yeah. But like, I feel like this it, <laughs> it had to be the first time a lot of people saw like simulated jizz on someone's face. Yeah. And, I mean, it's in, a, in a, in a, it was in a comedy. At least, yeah, yeah like Grundle Juice. Like Grundle Juice. <laughs> Did you guys yeah. see Aladdin when the dust blew up and it just says Grundle, oh, yeah, Grundle yeah. Juice? Grundle juice. Yeah. It's uh, like in. Do you guys remember the early Sunny D commercial where they were like OJ Purple Stuff Grundle Juice? <laughs> <laughs> that brings me. Uh, brings me back. Um, I was gonna say though that brings us to the what I said earlier was about the what if it went on like someone else, Sam, Samantha, yeah. or, yes. or Charlotte, Charlotte. I think oh you could, yeah. I think Charlotte would, yeah. she would, she well, would jump know. out she, the window. She was so serious about it, though. She was concentrated. Yeah, she, she, she was like, maybe she Why did like, it go on Miranda? I feel like it should have gone on Charlotte based on the story. Mm-hmm. Well, and my true. thing was like, my gut was like, it's going to hit Carrie because she's being all loud and boisterous mm-hmm. and like she's going to get hit and just walk out and not say anything. You know what I mean? Yeah. I thought there yeah. was some sort of. How would, have Sam- it, how would uh, Samantha have reacted? She'd be like, oh, honey, <laughs> next time, make sure my mouth's open. Your, P- <laughs> your pH levels are off. <laughs> <laughs> Was that pineapple earlier? Um, yeah, I thought, uh, I, I just thought it, yeah. I was like, I don't know. Maybe you cut that line. <laughs> cut that part. No, we, but I feel like you can't cut that part. I think that's like, because otherwise it's just like. I, I, I then mean, use I'm a kinda... different prop where she's like, oh, and cover it. You don't need like, first of all, that's not what cum looks like. It was like, wait, ju- hold on. It's, it was like wait, bright, ho- foamy it's, white. Wait, hold on. Wait, it was it's, way too. It's, wait, what does it look like? I've never. <laughs> it was too. It's hard enough to get mail, <laughs> let alone when there's old men ejaculating all over your apartment. No, but I'm glad it happened though. I Not in a way that I'm like, I'm glad it happened. But like, I feel like it's like, I mean, if you're going to go there, you might as well go there. I just don't think they should have. I think there was a way to do it that would have been, that would have been a like, got the point across. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not against I think the, it. The but... scene, 
is ridiculous enough that if he just would have made some orgasm noises, uh-huh. we would have gotten the point. Yeah, I it, guess I, I, I the only I guess the way that I would agree with you guys is that like I don't know what it added to the story that it hit Miranda in the face and then she just went home and like tissued herself. And she off still tissued. Yeah, that, she, that was weird. Do you she, think she? I, would does that mean she didn't take a shower? Yeah, just take a shower. And or then, it's haunting her. One of the other, I think it's the probably idea is her. that it was haunting her, but like it but makes then it look like does it have something to do with her sheets? Like she can't. She, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, but I mean, also there could have been a lot. Like I guess it didn't tie together in the same way the like the Leonardo DiCaprio thing didn't necessarily is that I'm like then have a line that she she's just like says like it like I'm afraid it's on me forever or something instead mm. you're like that kind of happens and then you're shocked by it and then she's yeah. reading what book I don't know like yeah it just didn't there yeah. was one thing missing f- for me to be okay with like it. a wheel of time book and that's part a, of it whoever is on props Use something else next. Well, time. speaking of that, I was going to say the yeah. uh, optimal um, semen uh, uh, thing that you use is 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 like Don, not Don, uh, dishwasher liquid. Oh, okay. See now it's now it's so prominent in television <laughs> now that they're like, oh no, <laughs> you just no. take a syringe and you just I, yeah. Just I heard it was I heard shampoo. I think oh, is yeah. what the, someone said they use in the girl scene. Oh, okay. juice. Was I actually worked on that show, so I should I should know. Uh, should, it was yeah. probably a close set. So. Lena, what Lena, what was that? Lena, what was the what'd you use for the jizz, Lena? Um, um, dear Lena. All right, we need to we need to do the uh Cosmo, the Cosmo ratings. We're gonna do it a different way this, this time. It's been a we're, whirlwind of we're all episode. we all have a uh pad of paper and we are gonna write down our Cosmo ratings uh without anyone um being able to see what the what the rating is. Let me think about mine. The real ratings quick. are uh, just to refresh me because one to five it's, it's one to five, five. you, you can, can use quarter point. and half cosmos. Okay. Yeah. All right. I wrote mine down. Uh, when everyone has theirs, we'll say it. We're doing okay. a new thing. Usually, we we rate them and then we probably mentally change them. Right now, we're writing them down, so mm-hmm. we can't change them. It's locked Mine's in really I do. Before we do the things, I do want to say one last thing, which was when she wanted to have S time sex with Patrick Casey the first time, and she walked up and did you see how many Patrick candles Barney. were lit around her apartment? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, I didn't, yeah. And I, I was know. like, you guys just walked in and are having sex, and there's like forty two candles lit. Major fire. They had less on any Guns and Roses <laughs> yeah. music video shoot. Yeah, fantastic. All right. all right, should we? All, how are we doing this? Are we revealing at the same time, or are we saying that it? We're going to say it at the same time. All right, three, three two, two, one, three point seven five. All right. Me and Corey were the same. You were Kevin, what? I want to point I out three. I want to point out that Kevin just ran his pad into the shoulder. I just had surgery. Thanks, Kevin. <laughs> he just Sorry. hit me really hard. And then the afterwards, hey, he's hurt? like, "Fuck this foot." Yeah, there's a guitar. You want to break that over Jeremy's foot? I would love to. <laughs> um, yeah, I was a three. I thought that it was pretty. It was a pretty one-dimensional episode. Didn't get a lot of Miranda story, and actually no Miranda storyline other than her changing her sheets. Oh, really? And what, no, nothing besides that. I mean, okay. She took a there, load on the face yeah, for there this was, episode. Uh, there was uh, the weird other 30 seconds, but there was no, like, no conflict yeah, yeah, or anything, yeah, like, yeah. That was deep, like, deep stuff with her. Um, same thing with, like, Samantha with the gay guy stuff. Like, didn't really do much for me. Like, didn't really say much. Um, the Carrie line was pretty good, and I liked I liked kind of exploring the guy who was, um, you know, an addict. And I think that was, we never really talked, but the, we I think I know a lot of people like that. Or have known in my life people that like get really excited about someone, they get yeah. really addicted to them, they put them on a pedestal, and then they find that relationship that kind of disappears and they wonder why. Mm. Um, and so I thought that was interesting and, and a relatable character. But overall, three. I'm going to say 3.5. I felt like it it was one dimensional, but for some reason it had some things that stuck out, even though like, I don't, I think that, uh, guy that she dated, Patrick was a little cartoony. It seemed like he was like played pretty strong. So he was a strong character. Um, and I liked how they brought Charlotte's guy back and then she gave him the, uh, oh, the massage right. at the end. Right. And she's like, you're not going to fall asleep now. Um, you're the best and yeah, yeah, yeah. All that stuff. So yeah. 3.5. And I thought the Miranda thing, like, I agree. It's like she didn't really have a lot of a storyline and she kind of got used as sort of as a prop. But I, I think that's like one thing. There probably weren't a lot of shows on TV going that far at that time. So I'll give them that. Um, I was 3.5. This to me, like, felt like a really good episode from season one. Like there, there weren't really, it was just the four girls. There's probably no one that's going to carry over. I thought the Pat um, Patrick Casey I thought was a good character. Like you said, a little cartoony, but it was like, all right, this was interesting. 
Um, and I think maybe I liked it because there was an abnormal amount of time for all four of them to be together. Maybe it was like mm-hmm. the whole time during the mm-hmm. the sex class, the whole time. Um, so yeah, I I thought overall it was it was just good fun. Did they eat in the apartment this episode? Wasn't no, that but a- they ate it. The they ate it. The yes, okay. they ordered. I don't think yeah. they eat. They yeah. ate anything. I I I started out high because my favorite character was right in the beginning there. And yeah, there was a whole storyline with her, so I was I was doing pretty good. I Patrick was my thing about this show is originally you think. Uh, a lot of these references that are going to be dated. And I was like, oh my God, that's going to be, you know, kind of sexist or whatever. And this was sort of that same thing where mm-hmm. I was like, oh, it's a story about alcoholism. I have people in my life, we all do, that has that. And I did think the ending was a little cartoony, but I did, I think the savior was the the gross out scene. I like that yeah. sort of stuff. I'm a fan. So uh, I did, I would, one other thing was that when he was walking away and threw the bottle, the car alarm went off, which is n- would uh, never happen. Yeah, yeah. And that's spoken by someone who works in props yeah. and would totally. Understand. Well, it's just like this. Just it's logic. the same thing with the couch, where you're just six, three, you know, feet away from the person that you're having a separate conversation with. One, one little glass bottle is not going to set off a car alarm that's twenty Down feet the away. Block, yeah. yeah, it's so funny. Um, yeah, so I went three point seven five. I thought it was Ooh. good. Cool. Awesome. Boy. Well, Jeremy, other than on this podcast, oh yeah, where can people find you? Uh, well, you can listen to the other podcast, Danny and Mike. It's uh, the Adventures of Danny and Mike, mm. and then the uh, at Remy Balin on the social stuff at Jeremy Balin on Insta. Cool. Awesome, awesome. Yeah. Well, thanks so much for everything you've done for us. Absolutely, yeah, and for being our guest our on this pod. You guys have grown so much since our humble beginnings. <laughs> <laughs> we did it. Should I rate you guys now? Yes, please, please. Five Cosmo. That's a good test. That's the best. All right. We'll see you guys next time. Thank you, Jeremy. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Bye. Bye. The Bradshaw Boys stars Corey Cavan, John Sieber, and Kevin James Doyle. The show is produced by Jeremy L. Balin. For more information on the guys, check out their website at bradshawboys.com, on social media at the Bradshaw Boys. And if you see them in the street, tip your glass. Thanks for listening.